What's going on, golf addicts? You are addicted because this is the Rocket Mortgage 2023 betting show, and the field is ugly. Pat, good to see, you, buddy. I feel, like I feel like we, I feel like we haven't done shows together at all. I, I, like I don't, you know, we take a, a week or two off and then things get all out of whack and I'm not even in my normal location and then... It's because you're on vacation again. I'm not on vacation. Where are you? I'm in Amelia Island. Is that a, a beautiful beach? place. I have the ocean right Is there a behind. beach there? Okay, so... Yes. And, yeah. and you're staying at a, at, a, at a Holiday Inn? No, no, it's a pretty nice place. Oh, pretty is nice it anything place. we've ever heard of maybe? I don't know. Uh, you know, it starts with an R and ends with a Z. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, but, but you know, it's I'm only here because my beautiful wife is in a conference here. So she's mm. conferencing, and sometimes you just get to go along with these kind of things. And, and that's what I'm doing. Okay? Boy, good to be the king, huh? Good to be the king. Good to see you, man. Well, you know, yeah. I'm giving you a hard time. But, uh, yeah, it does. It feels like we've been – feels like – it feels like we've been a married couple, like two ships passing in the night, and we're just yeah. like go, we're just business partners at this point. You know, we go to a marriage conference, and they they tell you that like if you're not having a good marriage, you're probably just more like business partners, and you just barely see each other, and um, you make sure everything's been held down, and you know yeah. nobody's yeah. killing each other, and things are on on the rails, but you're just you're hanging by a thread. Um, yeah, yeah. It's the dog days of summer in tour junkies world. It is what it is. I, you know, but. Um, We've got some things potentially coming up. We can't announce anything, but, you know, where we might even be together. Who knows? Maybe. So hopefully those things happen, and then we'll be – then we'll want to kill each other like a married couple. Yes. Because we'll be around each other too much. That's possible. That's possible. Uh, We are doing this in the middle of the afternoon on Monday. It is around 2.30 Eastern, so no podcast shoes for me. Even though I, you know, I answer to no one but myself, I try to limit the day drinking. Mm-hmm. Um, to like major championship weeks, so I, I would assume you're doing the same. Although you are on vacation, do we have like a pina colada or anything? What no, you... no, just a little, a little water in, okay. the, in the yeti. Okay. So. Are you sure? Is it really water? Is it that? Yeah, for, not, for right water? now it is. Now maybe by the DK show it may not be DB, but yeah. Uh, the betting show we're gonna get to it. We're gonna talk about top of the board, mid range bombs, top twenty six pack is back now that we're both here. We're going to do the DK show that will drop either Monday night uh, or tonight or uh, early on Tuesday morning. Talk through, uh, talk through the DK slate. But listen, it's, it's ugly. Before we get to the Rocket Mortgage Classic, we're going to get to down the board. A little bit of down the board. Quick recap on what we saw for the Travelers Championship won by Keegan Bradley, uh, Pat. And as always, it is presented to you by our friends at Leaderboard. Shout out, Leaderboard. Absolutely crushing the golf app game. I used it yesterday. I played played a nice little, very comfy 83 at Champions Retreat yesterday nice. um, and put in all my stats. Love tracking my stats on leaderboard. Noticing a couple of trends starting to develop now after I've logged maybe, I don't know, 12 to 15 rounds on leaderboard. I, I, I found out that the Tour Junkies group, which is now available on leaderboard, if you're on, you need to join our group and search groups in the app, is the largest group on leaderboard. And I love to see that. Let's add some more members to that. So if you're on leaderboard, search the group, find us. If you've not downloaded it, it's a free app. Just click the link in the description. Use promo code TJ when you do, just to let them know that you found us. It's a free app. So in the iOS store only for now, still coming to Android markets very, very soon. I did get an update on that as well. But a great place to help track all your own golf stats, scores, all that stuff. It'll push to the USGA so you can record your scores for your gen handicap. 
it's a beautiful thing. It'll help keep settle bets and keep scores and keep dots and handicap your, your wagering properly on the course. It is a lovely, versatile app. So our friends at Leaderboard, and we are talking about the Leaderboard at the Travelers. Pat, as we look down the board at the Travelers, we, we both whiffed on Keegan Bradley. Uh, I did have Denny McCarthy on the card. You had Brian Harmon on the card. Yeah. Um, I talked up Shez Reevy a good bit all, all week, um, but uh, neither one of us on Keegan Bradley, although he was, a, uh, he was quite the topic in the Nut Hut conversation on Wednesday night. I don't remember if you, were, if you had left by the time we started talking about Keegan, but two weeks in a row now in the Nut Hut, we've had, we've had members bring up a name that was going a little under the radar, not super under the radar, but a little under the radar kind of in a little in a sweet little ownership pocket in the 7Ks uh, in DraftKings and, and talked about these guys as possible plays. And for the U.S. Open week, it was Wyndham Clark, and we spent 15 minutes on 10 minutes on Wyndham Clark. And then this past week, it was like a 10-minute Keegan Bradley conversation. Were you in for that or no in the Nut Hut chat? No, I think I had left because I had to do that radio <clears throat> hit. So I, I don't... Yeah, you actually left not in an Irish goodbye on the Discord chat Wednesday night, no, but just. But you know what I did? What did you? Do? I know. I know we we're going down the leaderboard here, but I did give out Keegan as a first round leader oh, bet. Yeah. On the radio show, of course, freaking Denny came through and just wiped that out. Yeah. But um, other than that, I didn't really have Keegan. Obviously, didn't have him on the card. But correct. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, down the board, what do you what do you got? I mean, I think there's a couple things. This is a you know. First off, like, now I didn't get to watch a lot of golf, but like, it, it just seemed like all the top players, like, I guess you had Cantley up there, but, mm-hmm. you know, Rory kind of sneaks into the top 10 there, or maybe he hung around there the whole time. JT got in there in the top 10. You know, Ricky was up there for a little bit. So, like, the larger names just to me just, you know, kind of fizzled out a little bit. But what about JT? Like, after the US Open and, you know, he's really down. And then now, all of a sudden, has some really good rounds, you know, last week. I mean, is he, is he back in play? He's certainly in play this week, I think, in a field like this. But uh, this is how quickly th- – I guess my point is, this is how quickly golfers can turn it around. Like, everybody was, has been hating on JT. He's missed a lot of cuts in a row here, you know. Or when he did, he, like, you know, barely finishes near the – you know, from the bottom. And then, you know, he's just, you know, shoots in the 80s, one of the worst scores at the U.S. Open. And then all of a sudden he's back. This is what happens. This is golf. Yeah, I mean, he gained strokes on approach all four rounds, which is good to see. Still, still not making anything on the greens. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I think, I, I think the thing with JT, at least for me personally, because I've been maybe one of those JT haters, uh, has been – that it looks quite broken, and for what you typically have to pay him, pay for him in the in the betting markets, in the outright markets, and the DraftKings DFS slates, it's not like you're getting this great value on him, and and you want to see some sign of life, and we've been waiting on some sign of life, and here it is. So 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 now we've got it, which is fine. But yeah. I mean, even at even JT, you know, I know everybody was like, oh, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago. JT at 30 to one, that's an auto bet. It's just JT at 30 to one and or 40 really. to one. And you know, same thing with like I, I get that he could have been a discount on, on DraftKings at 8,900 or 8,800 at times. But it's still you're you're still paying up a little bit. Like you want the guy in that spot to to feel, you want to feel confident that that guy really has some real upside. And it just didn't feel like he's really actually had it. And he's finally shown a little something. So good for him. I mean, um it, it was good to see. And now 
you can approach him maybe a little differently. He is, he is still, you know, I mean, JT's been a world-class player for many, many years. So I wouldn't think that a lull would be long for JT. Um, I mean, we've seen guys go through lulls. We've seen Spieth and Ricky and other guys kind of, you know, have that happen. But um, maybe, maybe it was a short little just blip for JT. But we'll see. Well, here, here's the thing I'll ask you because I know that you – you listen to a lot of the press conferences and I know he's not doing a press conference every single week, but he's lost strokes putting four in a row, five out of his last six. And really actually, I mean, if you just look at his last 10, it's just awful. Has he said much on his putting? What is he saying about his putting? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I know I've, uh, if he has, I've clipped it and put it in the nut hut. It's in the discord. You can go back and look Mm -hmm. at it, but, I don't think it's been much. I think he's kind of downplaying it and just kind of saying like I'm, I'm doing the best. I'm working on it. We're we're gonna get there. The ball's just not falling in the hole. Like that whole thing. I, I don't think there's really been anything super telling. Yeah, because that I can remember. Because if you just watch him, it's pretty bad. Like it's just. I think it's just a lack of confidence with the putter. Which I mean, yeah, maybe for a lot. Definitely happens. But it, it's just not there. But uh, anyway, uh, my down the board and you know listen. Uh, you and I did get into a little bit of a of a of a mix up in the Nut Hut. Um, a mix up. Uh, oh gosh, on Cam Young. Wait a minute. Oh well, he finished fifteenth. I mean, finished fifteenth. No, that's oh, no, Carson. no. Sorry, that's sorry. Carson. That's sorry, the that's, new Young. I'm sorry. I'm, I totally yeah, slipped my mind. That's the new Young. Got, he got beat by some kid named Carson. Um, yeah. So that's a tough scene. Uh, yeah, Cam Young continues to just be Cam Young, and. Um, Cam Young of 2023. It's a it's a tough version. Just not good. Finishes 60th. Shoots five under total for the tournament. Three under on on round four. Uh, so I have to victory lap when I can. Now as much as I you know as much as possible. So hey, listen. When I'm wrong, I yes. say I'm wrong. Yeah. ADB, and I was wrong about Cam Young. As a matter of fact, I you know I, it was a mistake. It was a mistake. Yeah. I. I, I yeah, I was trying so to. I, I'll admit that I was trying to. I was trying to help you with that one a little bit. I mean, you know, not that. But you were hoping that he was going to miss the cut, which you almost did. He I was hoping. The last hole. I was so hoping. Just, believe me, I was watching. He birdied the last hole to make the cut. Yeah, I was. I was definitely uh, paying attention to his his Friday afternoon. But uh, oh, I know. But I shout know out to the to the real young, the 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 good young on the PJ Tour, Carson Young, another solid finish, T fifteen. I would imagine he'll be a popular selection maybe in the, in the finished position markets this week as well as DFS. All right, um, that is down the board, presented by Leaderboard. Let's move on. Top of the board, boy. Um, yeah, I did the first look show this morning, Pat, uh, and the numbers were not pretty then. They've, they've definitely shortened. Some numbers have shortened, some significantly since then. This is really ugly for me. Um, but you know what? Great. I think this is a great opportunity. Maybe DB's big balls betting card. I mean, at some point, I'm going to hit a winner. At some point, just law of averages. It, it will happen. Law yeah. of averages. It 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 yeah. is going to happen at some point. I've been I've had a name or two close every week, and they can't. They 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 maybe they're go they're playing they're, they they want to play live events because they can't play four rounds. They can play three, and um. But I at some point it's going to work out, and I do feel like. This could definitely be anybody's game. Like everybody up top here, there's question marks. Like Tony, not putting it well at all. You know, I mean, we're looking at a winning score here, likely in the 25 under situation. I think there's been a fair amount of rain up there. 
I looked this morning. I saw no weather really in the forecast. It looks like another kind of benign week. This is a birdie fest already, and it just seems like it could open itself up to some big winners. You know, we've only played here four times, and two of the four times you've had triple-digit long shots hit. One of them I hit, Cam Davis, 150-1 to a couple years ago. Nate Lashley won the first year, like 200, 250-1. to then you had Bryson, who, who Brysoned this thing and, and kind of overpowered it. That was one of his early, uh, you know, overpowered tournaments that he, that he took down. And then Finau last year. But, um, you, know, a lot, you know what I was looking at? Finau, I don't know if people were going to notice this, but last year when Finau won this event, he was third in the field in driving accuracy. Third what? in the field in driving what? accuracy. He was 14th in distance. He, was, he still averaged 311 yards off the tee. I mean, Detroit Golf Club just seems like a full send operation. But I do think that it's – if you look at all the leaderboards over the last four years and you go down the board on uh, Rocket Mortgage leaderboards, there are definitely some shorter hitters that, def, that play well here. And I think some of it's maybe the, the putting contest that tends to happen when you have winning scores in the mid-20s. So – you know, I think it's going to open it up, but I, there's very little at the top end of this range that I want anything to do with. I mean, the question mark for Finau is the putter. Can, can the putter be hot enough to convert here? And at 12 to 1, I, I don't know that I want to take that chance. What in the world? I mean, I said it this morning. I think, I think I'll hop off on the Ricky outright train this week. I'll probably be right back on the next time he's playing, unless it's like the John Deere and he's like 7 to 1. But I, I'm not going to you know bet. when you just said that, like everybody just wrote down Ricky Fowler, <laughs> bet outright. Fine, fine. If everybody wants to fade me, that's perfectly fine. I'm not saying to fade you, but I mean, it was really more the statement of like, I'm, I'm finally going to hop, hop off Ricky. So that means you know he's going to win. Okay, but I guess what I'm saying is at 14 to 1, if I miss that one, I miss it. You know, like, I, I would likely miss anybody at 14 to 1. It's just not, not how I play the game. So yeah. I don't. I don't want to miss Ricky at 35, 40, 50 to 1 or longer. I don't want to do that. But at 14 to 1, I guy hadn't won since 2019. I'll just wait. I'll just wait. Are we really going to get Ricky, though, that long from here on out after what he did at the U.S. Open? Not necessarily last week, but the U.S. Open. Yeah, I still think in, like, ele- I think in the, the elevated events. What, he probably, his odds are probably already out for the Open. I bet it's inside 35 to 1. Uh, maybe, yeah. I mean, also finished runner-up at Liverpool uh, when they had it here last time, like what, nine years ago. I don't. Um, I. I mean, in in a in a major, or I guess there aren't any more elevated events, but in majors or maybe the 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 playoff events, I could see it getting still still being there to win. But I don't know. What are you doing? Yeah. up here. Well, I mean, I think of of this shorter end. I think I'm still going to be on Ricky, and and it's really just. You're just doing that. Now you're just doing that. No, to, I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Written, he is written down. No, He's you're, down. no, show me. Okay. I, I swear you, you, you did that. You knew I would be off of him at 14. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't. I felt like I wanted somebody up top and it's going to be Ricky because this, what, what you just said, if he, if he does win, which I think he can, this is a golf yeah, tournament. Of course. He can score a lot. Of course. Then I'll be a little bit upset and I'll probably go, you know, probably, blow my wide on units a little bit there with him. But still, if he does win, I want to be on it. The other guy I like, though, is Sung J.M. here at 22-1. to 1. I was on him last week. 
I feel like if he could, could have just put those four together, he would have been right there at the end. Maybe not up to where Keegan. Keegan was a little bit. I mean, this tournament was over on the back nine. I mean, Keegan gave a few back, whatever. It's hard to win golf tournaments. He really could have won this golf tournament by six shots. Um, but Sung Jay, I think, is is an interesting pickup here. 22 to 1 is the best odds I've seen him at. Um, did you know Willie Wilcox was on the bag for him last week? I, I thought mean, that was strange. Like, is, is that a – what is that? Does that mean – like, because I know he caddy for Ben Carr, who's from yeah. Columbus, Georgia, which is where – well, Drew's not – I mean, not Drew. Uh, Willie's not from there. But whatever. There's a connection somehow. Yeah, I didn't know until after – until after the tournament started but yeah uh, and i just talked to willie like on the phone a couple weeks ago about something so um last last, no no he was he was all in on him and ben Carr doing their thing but you know the it's it is no it is known on the pj tour the koreans like to rotate caddies it's kind of a carousel situation so if sungjae let go of whoever he had that i don't think he had for long because i think uh, i'm pretty sure sungjae had a new caddy at the beginning of this season so well, and they had to have hooked up at the U.S. Open, I'm sure, because he was out. Willie was out there with Ben Carr on the bag for the U.S. Open, mm-hmm. and I know Willie is caddying full time mm-hmm. in Kiowa, mm-hmm. so he's doing he's doing the thing there. But I don't know. Maybe he's trying to get a gig as a caddy full time at some point. Maybe that's his deal. And I mean, you maybe just, maybe Sungjae. I mean, dude, maybe at the first sign of any trouble, Sungjae's like, I need to change my caddy because he's he's gone. He had missed three of his last four cuts with the exception of a 41st at Memorial, and then he cans his guy. And, and then he plays pretty well. But, I mean, if you're Willie Will, short leash, homie. Short leash, you know? Yeah. You just got to know. But if, Sung, if you're on the bag for unknown, unproven Ben Carr, uh, you definitely, um, I mean, you, you definitely got to, if Sungjae if Sung gives you the ring, you got you to gotta just be like, okay, bye. Isn't it weird, though? Like, Sungjae's... Does it feel like Sungjae's only won twice in his whole career? Yeah. I think I'd rather... He's the stripe show, though. I mean, he really is. Like, he just... He can do all the things to win more. I think for me, too, it's really just... I'm kind of grasping at straws a little bit up top because, again, it's not a great field. I'm looking for any value that I think I can find. And and Sungjae and we're doing you know this range is up to twenty five to one so we're yeah. pigeonholed into that you know so he's yeah. the one that just sort of stands out a little bit for me. I like Tom. I, I'll probably go back to Tom Kim. I think I, I had him last week too. Um, playing well. I, I don't. The the putter's a concern uh, because he, he hasn't been he hasn't been amazing with that. Uh, did finish seventh here last year. And, you know, we saw him gain some, a lot of strokes putting at the U.S. Open. Then he lost again at the Travelers, which is uh, not surprising. But, you know, was better than field average putting here last year. Bent grass, clearly his best surface, pretty, I mean, by a long shot. So I, I, I'm not super excited about it. I think he was 22 this morning. And then I also had Hideki at 20 this morning, but he's down to like 16 or 18. Yeah, he was one I looked at too, but when I started looking. His putting is... Mooey Mal, um, like who do you who do you trust to win? Who do you trust to close the door and win more right now? Hideki or Tom? You know, probably Tom Kim if he gets into contention. You know, Hideki to me hasn't won enough. You talk about Sung J M. No, he hasn't. But I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah, Hideki's been doing it a really long-ass time. But uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, eight, eight wins in a major. I think Kim is the, is the type player that you just, you got to ride him when he's hot. And then you just, you, I mean, like he's been, you know, the last couple tournaments, really. Um, and then you just kind of, you just jump off <laughs> when, he, when he starts showing signs that he's, you know, like he had been before the U.S. Open, really. Yeah. I, I'm not super excited about it. So hopefully some people got some good value on some of these numbers early because they definitely have shortened some. And let's, let's move on. Uh, let's move on to the next range. Before we do, i got to remind everybody to go check out our friends at SoBet. Like I said, I've said it a bunch now. I'm going to say it all year. They're killing it. They're getting the best handicappers in literally almost every sport you could think of, but definitely all the main sports. And they're bringing them on the platform at SoBet. If you don't know, SoBet is uh, it's, it's a platform. It's, I guess you could say it's a social platform, but it's, it's actually, I don't know, like all you're looking at on the feed is handicappers posting place. And they're giving, you know, they have to give reasons for the play. They have to say how many units they're spending on the play. And then they got to follow up and be transparent with how many they win or lose. And it's just a great platform for that. And, and you get invited to come on the SoBet platform. You don't, you don't just sign up for it. You get invited to come on the SoBet flat platform as a handicapper. We are on there for golf. It's the home of the exclusive round robin top 40 parlay, or round robin, not parlay, um, which is now up, I think it's, it's still like eight, eight units, eight plus units uh, just in about seven or eight weeks. So didn't have a great week last week. Should have had Shez in there, and I, I took Shez out of the last minute. I felt like my Shez exposure was over the top. Uh, anyway, SoBet's crushing it. Link in the description. Promo code TJ gets you a discount on the six-month membership, which we would highly recommend. You can do it for a month. It's $9.95 a month. You get all access to everything you want, all the handicappers. You can cancel it any time. But if you use code TJ, you can get the six-month deal for just $39 a month, uh, or $39 for the, for the full six months, sorry. And that takes you into football season, which is going to be huge on SoBet. So check it out. Link in the description. Code is TJ. Um, Pat, I just kind like in this dog field with this range. Is it? Are you going to make fun of me if I say, "Well, what if I want to? What if I want to bet Keegan again at thirty to one?" I don't think I would make fun of you. Um. Do you think people on Twitter will make fun of people that want to bet Keegan at 30 to 1 again? Mm. Sometimes that happens. You get bullied out of pick. Are you worried about being bullied? No, I've I'm, never heard you worry about being bullied. Oh, no, I'm, well, I'm not maybe. worried. I'm, I'm saying, like, do you think it would happen because of the Keegan, like, the no way he's going to win back to back? But didn't Tony win this event right after he won? Uh, what he won, two, he won back to back last year, didn't he? I think he did. I think you're right. Uh yes, he won the three M. Yeah. yeah, he won the three M, and then he came back the very next week and won the Rocket Mortgage. So it, I mean, it's happened. But of all people, do you think Keegan can do it? Did you see him bow to his putter? Was it like no, was that on Saturday? I, just, I didn't see that. Keegan Bradley gained seven strokes putting, Pat. Seven. He has found mm. it, bro. That is now the second time. That actually, that's the second time this season he's gained in 2023. He's gained seven strokes putting. He he, he was doing something. He like he laid the putter like this, and he went like that. It's well, that's 
He gained seven strokes putting and seven strokes approach. Pretty damn good. He's played here three times, made three cuts. 14th place finish in 2021 was his best finish. But, I mean, in typical Keegan fashion, like he sucks on the greens here, or he has. The one year he was positive on the greens, he was negative in ball striking. I mean, I'm, I'm saying for, that's what I said this morning, like if you're looking at this board, like gun to your head, do you trust right now Keegan to win? Or, I mean, do you trust him more than Tom Kim? Probably. I mean, do you trust him more than Max Homa? I mean, right now, yeah. I hate to say that because Max is. I know. If if he's if you trust him more than Tom Kim, then you would trust him more than Hideki. And I, I gave the Tom Kim Hideki thing. What about yeah. what about Morikawa? I definitely trust him more okay. than Morikawa. I don't trust Morikawa at all, right? Now. So what about JT? It's a birdie contest, right? Or putting, yeah. possibly putting contest. Like I, think, I would put him close to even right there. So I mean, what a va- like that's half the odds that you have him yeah. at thirty to one. And Keegan's a veteran, you know. I mean, multiple. I mean, now now won twice uh, this season on the PJ Tour, back to back winner last year with Tony Finau. I just think Keegan at thirty to one, like I'll 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 ride it. He still Wait, Keegan's won twice this year. Yeah, I, I hit him at the Zozo or whatever it was seventy. Oh, or something I forgot to about that one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this season, he's won twice. You know, Ben always makes fun of me for the regional thing. Northeast Keegan. You know, we're still... Everybody up. should have been on him if you believe in the regional thing. Right. Like, there should... And, and, and you know, we get tagged in all the, the tweets of the, the person who follows all the, you know, the betting Golf know, cards checker. and everything. And there really wasn't a ton of people on Keegan. No. Very few. There wasn't. There should a lot of if, a lot of names I've never heard of. If you were a regional person, you would have you would have gone with that. He would have been the first name on your card. Yeah. Also, I think it's ridiculous that, and I I, I don't want to get onto this too bad, but ridiculous that the Travelers made his two kids trophies. I think that's bullshit. How do you just come up with two trophies like that? Right. I, what if the whole thing was scripted? Because, you know, I mean, the yeah. kids were there all week, and he was, like, hugging them in the ropes and stuff. I mean, great stuff. Great stuff. Listen, don't get me wrong. King's a great dude, probably a great dad, cute kid. Don't give the kids trophies. What if those trophies were meant for something else, and they just ripped them from that person and gave them to the two kids? I don't I, – no, I think, I, think some, I think somebody at the Travelers just set out and just went and had the trophies made. I would love to know if they were inscribed or anything, but it's, it's bullshit. And what it teaches America's kids – is that you can get a trophy if your daddy does something great. You can just ride on his coattails into trust fundery. But I don't, I didn't like that. Don't get, if I were Keegan, I'd be like, no, 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 no. Take the trophies back. Uh, my kids are cute. Yep. Yep. Take the trophies back. Put, get, take the trophies away. You want to give them something? Give them a toy. Just say, hey, here, buddy. Your dad just won $3 million. Hey, let Here's them a go toy. home and play with their poodle who Keegan took a wedding photo with. <laughs> Which is the most ridiculous photo I've ever seen. Oh, or dear. one of them. Wedding or maybe we should get into some plays, though, in here. Okay. All right, Keegan at 30-1. to 1. I, I see it on points bet right now. It's still 30-1. to 1. I like it. I, call me crazy. All right. Um, who else you got? Who you like in here? You know, I kind of like Harris English in here, DB. God dang it! Why are you doing that? I was gonna, I was gonna quit Harris this week. I've been riding no, the Harris. You gotta, I think you, I think you play Harris forty to one. 
I, I, why not? I mean, he's he's better than a lot of people in his field, especially the way he's been playing. Um, Iron's forty to one on BetMGM. He's he's a lot shorter on Fan, like Fandley's thirty three to one and thirty five to one on DK. So if you can still get him on at forty to one, I like it. Um, you know, I think this kid Aberg, Aberg. Yeah, let's talk about him. Go ahead. I, I think he is. He's a stud. Man. Yeah. He he's an absolute stud. He's showing it. Has he missed a cut in an event that he's played even as an amateur? I know he's he's now a pro, but you can get him at fifty to one. Bet MGM is where I'm seeing that. He's forty to one, forty five to one elsewhere. He's missed two cuts. He's he missed the RSM Classic and the Valero back in 2021, okay. 2022. All right. But I mean, obviously, he was like he probably couldn't drink yet. Yeah. In America. But this kid, I think, is he is uh you know, and we've seen this. It's been a while because everybody, you know, when Morikawa came out, when Wolf came out, when Hovland came out, they all had wins very soon after turning pro. Okay. Wolf won quickly. He won like five or six starts. Yeah. Maybe Hovland didn't. Hovland didn't. Did more? Yeah, Hovland did. It was a while because you remember he won like Puerto Rico and then, or one of those, there was another tournament in the Caribbean or something that he won. Morikawa won pretty while. quickly. No, it wasn't. It was a while. Go, go look at it. It was like uh, 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 22, 4. It was like 25 starts in. I, I, and then he won two majors. Yeah, and then, well, he won, the, he won the work day, and then he won the PGA, and then he won, yeah. The Open Championship yeah. the following year. Right or the same? No, he didn't win in the same year. But still, I just—I was talking about him this morning because apparently everybody was running to bet Aberg, and I agree. I think he's a stud. I just—we've not even seen him top ten yet. We much less be in contention, okay, to win a PGA Tour event. And I think the numbers would tell you, as we just went by and looked at, even the best players out of college, most of them, it takes more than. I mean, he's literally, at least on Fantasy National, we have record of him playing seven tournaments since 2021. He played two in 2021, one in 2022, and the rest of them have been this year. He's played in seven tournaments. And he doesn't have a top 10, and he's not, even, he's not been in the hunt in a major yet. I just think you can be freakishly talented, and maybe one day he's the number one player in the world, right? Maybe he's the next whoever. But it just very rarely happens. And at that number, you can get a lot more, you can get a lot more better guys and, and, and at a much longer number. You can get guys who have won on the PGA Tour. And I don't know. I just, I think the number, I think he's so popular that the number is off. I mean, Gordon Sargent is basically also Ludwig Aber and he's 90 or 80 to one. What's the difference? I mean, it, Gordon has. I think there's a little bit of difference because Gordon has not, I don't think he's played as many. But you're talking like seven versus like three. So what? Gordon Sarge has played two or three events. Two of them are majors. So and and Aberg's played in in five more, but two of them were in 2021. Yeah, but if you if you look at Aberg, I mean, let's just the thing is, yeah, like, Tom Kim was one that won. You're right. He's right about that. Tom Kim, good good call there, Matt. I just saw that. Tom Kim won quick. I mean, he's he's played seven events. Three of them have been top 25s. Two of those in elevated event fields, 
So really good fields. Yeah. At, at, at the API. Actually, no, three, all three of them. No, no, Canadian. no Canadian's uh, not. That's RBC Canadian. I was yeah. thinking RBC. Yeah. He missed the cut at the RS. No, whatever. <laughs> but the Travelers is is a good field. Yeah. So is, you know, actually, RBC, the Canadian wasn't a terrible field. Um, I mean, he was 10 shots from, from winning at the Travelers. Yes, I know it was a top 25, but like. Do you think, all right, well, let's go back to this then. All right, so you said Wolf won in like what, fifth? I think it was something like that. I mean, do you think Wolf is better, was better then than Aberg is right now? I, I have no idea. I don't know enough about, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, Oklahoma State's obviously a great program. Th- those guys coming out of Oklahoma State that year were very highly regarded. Um, and, I, and I'm trying to also separate my dislike for Matthew Wolf as a person, probably. So um, I don't know. But also, like, what, even even five years ago, was the PGA Tour as highly competitive as it is now? Even in a field like this, I don't know. It, it was probably yeah, okay. the same or maybe less competitive than now. I'm just saying, based on the number to me and on some other names, almost double his odds. I just feel like the 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 Aberg popularity and the hype puts him at this number when he's. I think he's completely unproven at that point yet. Do I think he can top 10 and be in contention? 100%. But the likelihood of him winning is, is very bad compared to guys even longer than him to me. But I, Maybe, I, okay. I understand the hype. A, cu- a couple more, though, I want to... I, you know, I think Alex Smalley's interesting at 55 to 1. Grr. Another one. <laughs> yes, <laughs> Another I one. agree on Smalley. I, I, I have yeah. some Smalley here at points bet 55. I thought you might like that. I mm-hmm. think Austin Eckrode again, another guy we've been on for a while. He's at sixty-six to one. the The main thing I wanted to talk about there was the difference between where I saw him at sixty-six to one, and then Fanduel has him at thirty-three to one. Dude, so, and he got that, that is cr- Fanduel has him at thirty-three, thirty-three to one. Looking at it right now, holy hell! He was like this morning. Wasn't he like 90 to 1? Is anybody in the chat that was in there this morning? We we hit Eckroad at like 90 this morning. Yeah, he is sorry, he's 60 to 1. I'm sorry. 60 to 1 on BetMGM is what I'm seeing, and 33 to 1, yes, on FanDuel. Holy um, crap. So which has dropped him a lot because he's, you know, I'm still seeing 50 on DK. So, you know. Wow. Um, well, I loved the 90 that we got this morning on the first look show. I, but even I wrote down the 60, I found him at 66 on MGM right before the show started. And I was like, yeah, I, st- I still like that for Eckroad. I think Eckroad is ready. I think he's ready. I think he's ready to get it done, close the door, make it happen. Um, so I, I agree with you there. So you named Smalley and Eckroad. That, those are two I have. The, other, the only other one I'm, I was looking at, and I'm just, I, I don't know. I, I guess I'm, um, for some reason, I've, I've found a little soft spot in my heart for Aaron Rye of late. Uh, I, th- I thought about him. I thought about it. No, yeah. I'm not right. I can't write that down. I know. I just think like some of these spike iron weeks he's having, hitting it close, and and if he could ever make a couple putts, that would be that would be refreshing. Seventy five to one. It just it feels like it felt like a good value in this tournament in this field. I don't love it. I, I much prefer Keegan and Eckroat in this range, and then probably Smalley. But Rye was giving me thought on points bet. Um, okay, let's move on to the long range uh, here. By the way, our boy, um, 
I was going to talk about Marcus's run coming to an end in the nut hut um, as Leona McGuire could not quite close out the women's PGA, but he was, going, he was going for five in a row, which would have been hot. But our boy Joe Idoni continues to crush it and have winning week after winning week in the head-to-head and finished position market ex- posted exclusively on the nut hut, in the nut hut, on the Discord. Um, he's up 27 units on the season on that exclusive card alone, people. That's incredible. Joe Idoni is crushing it, doing a great job there. So it's the only, only place you can get it. It's in the Nut Hut on Discord. So check it out. Link in the description. We got the Wednesday lunchtime live chat with me. Got the Wednesday night lunch chat with both of us. Always a good time. Uh, and we've got sharp people in the community coming on every single Wednesday night and throwing their two cents in about players in DFS or betting or whatever. So it's been a great conversation for the last few weeks. We've really enjoyed doing it. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll keep it rolling for uh, the dog days of summer when we're doing the Rocket Mortgage and the John Deere's and the 3M's. So we'll keep it moving. Okay. Uh, this range is full of a lot of potential to me. The kind of up to that 130, magic 130 to 1 number on DraftKings. Um, so I got to narrow these down as well as some bombs on, in the long range that I like too, even, uh, even longer than 130 to 1. I... I been on at eighty to one on FanDuel. Um, yeah, you know, I had him too. Just the the ball striking numbers have been pretty solid. He finished thirteenth here back in twenty nineteen. He's obviously a bomber. It's it quite far. Short game is is uh, really good around the greens. Although the the putting has been atrocious of late, but we've seen him get have some runs where the putter's okay. And he was at least neutral through two rounds of the Travelers on his way to missing the cut. I think he missed it. Did he miss it on the number? Because I think I played Ben. Yeah, he did. He missed it on the number. Um, round one, he was positive for putting. Round two, he's negative, but yeah, neutral for the week. I don't know. I, I kind of like been on around 80 to one. I thought that was a decent value for him. I really like going back to the well on Sam Stevens. I, I talked him up last week. I, this is a better track for him. He's 100 to one. You know, had a couple of close calls there. Third at Corrales in a birdie fest. Second at Valero. Decent week at the Byron Nelson. Uh, top 40 there. Um, I just see a guy who hits it a long way, has some some decent iron weeks. Again, question with the with the flat stick. So I like him. I think Shink and Lashley are two names at 100 to one. Uh, Lashley's obviously a former champion here. Didn't play well last week, but we know he can get hot. The irons were still hot last week. All about the putter. I think usually for Nasty Nate hits it long enough. Shink's kind of the same way, but just like those are two guys right now today. I'm not saying they're more talented than Aberg. But today, if, if I'm looking at guys going into contention on Sunday, I would trust actually both, which is crazy. I would trust both of those guys more so than Aber, and I'm getting them at 100 to 1. Maybe Shink more than Lashley. Lashley kind of makes me question it a little bit, but like Shink's got to be close. Like, and, and his form comes out of nowhere. So it can be a miscut and then bang, he's in a playoff. But those Didn't two. Did say he likes the, the tougher courses though? Like, is yeah. Shink, is Shink yeah, and then get he sucked at the US Open. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, he's played here four times. I guess only decent finishes at top 30. I mean, he definitely gains more strokes on difficult courses. I, I just think if he's continuing to hit his irons well, which he, which he has continued to do, he's a really strong putter, which is going to play well in a birdie fest. And off the tee, he's not short at all. I mean, he's, he's above average in distance. I don't think he cares. I don't think he cares what tournament he wins. He just wants to go win a tournament. So, I mean, I, I get that he, may, he probably does prefer a tougher setup, but I just think he's a good 
recipe for, for success here in Detroit. All right. Um, uh, yeah. There's some others in here that I'm interested. I'll, I'll see what you got. Well, I, you, you, you mentioned a couple of them, especially Ben on. I liked him a lot at 80 to 1 on FanDuel because he's shorter at, where in the other books I saw him on. Um, I think Lee Hodges is interesting at 100 to 1. Boy, he killed me last week. Yeah, I know. He missed the cut. He well, here last year. He he killed a lot of people. But mm-hmm. um I don't know. I think, you know, he he's a guy that I think um could definitely win here. Um what about how I've lost his odds? Do you do you think Luke List <laughs> are, are you are you ready to get on Luke List Holy again? Holy shit, dude. How about him gaining a stroke putting last week? Yeah, one point three I mean, strokes. Let me let me see how. Let, I, I mean, one hundred and thirty to one on DK. All right, round one, pretty good for Luke. He only lost point three strokes putting. Round two, point three strokes putting. Round three, lost point eight strokes putting. Round four, gained two point six seven. I don't like that. I actually like that less. I mean, he's always going to check a lot of boxes when it comes to the, you know, the ball striking and all that kind of stuff. But he's he's been playing pretty well. I mean, you know, had a T sixteen at the Memorial, great field, T thirty three last week at the Travelers. God, it's tough to swallow. I mean, it could be early to the game on Luke List, but one hundred and thirty to one just sort of popped a little bit for me in this field. To win, ah, it's so tough to see. Like, look at his, look at his one win at the Farmers. Yeah. Look at what he was doing coming into that versus what he's doing coming into this one. Like, just look at all the green from tee to green. There's even some question marks. His around the green play has suffered. His iron, his iron play has been okay. It's not been as consistent as it usually is. Yeah. And I think some of that maybe, maybe he's just working his ass off on the putting. And I know, I know he is. I mean, I, I see him at Champions doing that, but. Um, and he gained 3.7 overall putting at the farmers, which has not happened since. Yeah. Then. So maybe it's a top, maybe at the, maybe best case scenario, it's a top 10 bet. Like I bet his top 10 number is pretty long. Uh, let's see. Lukey, Lukey. Where are you, Luke? Luke list. What's his top 10 numbers? Can you find it? Oh, it was 11 to one top 10. I like that. That's not bad. Yeah. Maybe he's, you know, got a little confidence from Sunday. Sleeps with the putter next few nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's another guy in here I like, and I think you, you've kind of fancied him at times. Uh, I don't remember if it was good times or bad times, but hits it plenty far. Really good putter. Harry Hall, 125 to 1. Almost, okay. you know, found himself in the conversation at the Colonial. Yeah. Little different type of setup, but I mean, well, yeah. kind of. A, I guess it is a little bit of a similar setup, but they were so baked out. It was a, just a different. This this course is way softer than Colonial. Tenth at Mexico, that that's a Bombers Paradise Birdie Fest. Thirteenth at Corrales Birdie Fest. Seventh at Puerto mm-hmm. Rico Birdie Fest. The the Byron Nelson I, I like to look at here because that's obviously like a twenty seven under situation. He sucked at the Byron Nelson, but he didn't he didn't putt. He didn't have his normal. Putting week, he was extraordinarily terrible with his irons. I don't know. I, I like that he was kind of in the hunt just a few weeks ago, and the putter is very interesting here. 
I don't think this is a hard place tee to green. I was going back reading some of our notes in the Caddy Info thread um, in, in the Nut Hut, and it, Caddy John, is, who's caddied this golf course before, said in years past, like, it's not really one of those that you, you take a lot of time to figure out. It just, you know, you play, it, you play a practice round or two, and you kind of see what it is, and it's all right there in front of you. Just make it happen. It's not really tricky or tricked out. So, I don't know. Yeah. I like that for, that's probably all I have in this range. Yeah, that's it for me. I only have a couple bombs, too. I like some bombs in here. I'll let you go, so I don't take any from you. All right, two bombs for me. I'll start with um, who we talked about earlier, the real young, Carson Young. Yeah, I think you just got to continue with old, old Carson here. He's been playing great with the T15 last week, had a T21 at Charles Schwab. Um, 175 to 1 on points bets, the best I see right now. Yeah, um, which is good. I've, I, I wrote down 150 to 1, so if you can still get 175 to 1, I like that. As of um, an hour ago, he was 175 to 1 on points bet. Yeah. Um, I totally agree. Love that pick. Yeah. Then I think you look at Andrew Novak, who I'm seeing in a cheese 210 to one. You're naming no. all these guys that hurt my feelings last week. Hodges, I, Novak. Are you doing this on purpose? Are you just trolling me now? <laughs> I'm not doing it on purpose. But I mean, Novak has shown a lot of. I mean, dude, in in Canada, top ten. I know. His, I know. He was fantastic. Gained 10 strokes total. Six and a half tee to green. You know, I mean, this guy is... Uh, God dang it, Pat. You know, had a top 10 at Valero. Top 10, you know, top 15 at the Sony. I mean, he's had a lot of, a lot of really good... This has been a really solid year for him. I could see a win this week for him. <sighs> 210 to 1. He shot three under on day one. He shot two over on day two. Let me look at the... ah. This is why sometimes this is important. Okay, look, here we go. Great conversation right here. This is a good, this is a good strategery conversation, okay? Thank you, Pat, for bringing his name up. Because oh, you're welcome. You're I got to say, I had a good bit of Novak and Hubbard last week down in this range, in, the, in that range on DraftKings and whatever. I was so upset with freaking Novak, and so I had just glossed over his name all day today. But you're right. He's had some good, good finishes. Um, mm-hmm. hits the ball long enough, not super long, but long enough. Irons are hot. Putter is hot. That's what we want. And if you look at it, at, at what he did at the Travelers, you go, oof, lost two strokes on approach. Okay, that, that's kind of unsettling for, for Novak. I'm usually a, usually a positive iron player. Mm-hmm. Go look at the scorecard. On day one, like I said, he shot three under. He gained strokes uh, TD Green. Uh, round two, Lost, lost 1.7 on approach, 1.5 around the green. Do you know what happened? Well, I mean, he shot, he made pars on every hole in the front nine, which is not good in a birdie fest. I get it. Not good, but it, it, he's just making pars. Maybe nothing's falling in the hole. Maybe, maybe he's just, you know, nothing's dropping, right? That happens. Yeah. He, makes, he makes nothing but pars all the way to number 12. He gets to number 13, the par five which you would think, I got to eat right here. You know what I mean? Apparently, he hit a not great drive um, because he lost, on that drive alone, he lost 1.65 shots. <laughs> and then he lost 1.86 shots around the green. So he lost over three shots on that hole alone. Then he made par, 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 birdie, par. So he made one birdie, one triple, 
and then 16 pars on his way to a miscut. Which, you know, that, that's, that's an, anom- an anomaly, right? Like, it's just a yeah. bad hole. Bad, maybe it was one bad swing. Maybe it was a whatever, and then he's in his head, and then he's pissed because he knows he's going home, right? He's still young. That happens. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm back in on Novak. Thanks. You're welcome. I'll do it. Anybody else? Nope. Those were the two. Young and Novak. Um, all right. Shout out to Chris, who me and Chris, Chris in the, in, the, in the nut hut. Me and Chris sometimes don't see eye to eye, but Chris brought up Camp Champ's name today in the chat. Why not Camp Champ? 150 to 1. Like, who would you rather have, Camp Champ or Ludwig Aberg late on a Sunday? I mean, Champ does seem that when he's in contention, he wins. Yeah. I, I have to say, I, like, if it's, yeah, late on a Sunday. Yeah. I could probably see me, uh, like, you know, down to those two. A guy's never won, won before, a college player, you know, two yeah. months ago. Yeah. Three t- three-time tour winner in Camp Champ. And like Camp Champ has shown to do, just shows up out of nowhere on courses that suit him and does well. I mean, leading up to Mexico, which again, I've referenced Mexico a couple times, Bomber's Paradise. Leading up to Mexico, he had gone t- one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine miscuts and a T53 in his previous 10 events. And then he finished eighth. Did the same thing at the Zozo, like three miscuts, eighth at the Zozo. Um, you know, I mean, we know he's going to be able to rip driver here. The putter kind of comes and goes, but just to close it out at 150 to one, if he's there, I think Cam Champs in play. And then I like, uh, I like old, old uh, Vincent Norman at 175 to one on points bet. Just give me another, just raw bomber. Irons have been decent lately. Yeah, uh, I gotta let you take him because I, I feel like you've. He's hurt you I, a little I've bit. I've worn it out. You've, okay. Every time I, every time I take him, it's, let me have him. Never, let me, let me give you him. You can a, have. Him. Let me give him you a try. Let All me right. give him a try. I'll, I'll take your sloppy seconds on Vincent Norman. Eighth, okay. eighth at the Byron Nelson Birdie Fest. Eighteenth in Mexico. Sixteenth in Corrales. Twenty-first in Puerto Rico. Those are all Birdie Fest, uh, where you can open up off the tee and hit tons of drivers. So I think Norman's interesting. And then Akshay was one hundred and fifty to one on points bet. I wouldn't be surprised if he's going to get bet down because people love Akshay. The putter's a problem, but I think I saw. I think I saw something on social last week, actually, because we haven't seen Akshay since uh, the Canadian. But I think I saw him posting something that he was wor- he was working with the working on the putting, and the putting is bad. So we need that. But at 150 to one, runner up in Puerto Rico, almost won fourth in Mexico. Like we know, when he can open up driver, hit his irons, he's going to hit his irons well. We just got to see what happens with the putter. So I think Akshay's in play there too. I, I like this. I like those bombs in this range. Yeah, I'm with you. Okay. Uh, all right. Top twenty six pack and locks. Then we are out of here. Locks. Let's start there. I um, I think for the value, it's a little scary, but I I, I think Keegan at plus one fifty for top twenty. If he shows up with any sort of like care or doesn't, you know, doesn't like have a major letdown from this, I mean, but he has played this tournament three years in a row. So, I mean, he clearly mm-hmm. thinks it's a good spot for him. But I just think a Keegan top 20 in this field, obviously 
coming off the win at plus 150 is a good value. Okay. So I'll go there and then, um, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of good, good names here um, that are kind of longer, honestly. I, is, is Doug Gim a thing again? Have you seen this? Have you, have you, have you heard reports out of the Gim camp of late? I, I don't know. I thought you were about to say was some, there was something on TikTok about him. <laughs> I mean, dude, his last four events, 15th last week, 12th in Canada, 19th at the Byron, 27th at the Wells Fargo. So he's got, he's got three top 20s in his last three events, four top 30s. Like, is he, is Doug Gim, has Doug Gim kind of found it? He's, he's plus 320, and I'm, I'm in lock territory, which Doug Gim is not a lock territory, but I just saw his name written down. I guess for that reason, I'll go, uh, I'll go Eckroat plus 230, but I think Gim should be paid attention to. Yeah, I like Eckroat too. All right, well, I've got a couple here, and uh, I'll start with Sungjae at plus 120. Yep. Um, yep. You know, the thing is, too, if you just look at his history here, he has played here three years. He skipped last year, but top 10, a T8 in 2021. And then T fifty three in twenty twenty, but then twenty nineteen T twenty one. So anyway, um, I do like uh, I like Sungjae at plus one twenty. I also like Harris English at plus one eighty. I mm. thought about Brian Harmon at plus one eighty, the two Bulldogs, but I went over to Harris English, and I'm gonna go. I, I, Harmon just scares me, even though he was pretty good to me last week. He didn't win, but he was second. I had him as an outright. Um, but I like Harris English there at plus 180. Yeah, I mean, I, Harris isn't long by any means. He's probably longer than Brian Harmon, which might help him here a little more than last week. Uh, all right, so English, M, Keegs, Ekro are your top 20 locks. Pat, give me one bomb at 4-1 to one or longer, top 20. Well, DB, I haven't mentioned this guy's name. I don't think all year long. I think Charlie Hoffman at plus 550. What? Yes. Yep. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Now he was top ten here last year. J- just so you know, yeah, um, he's another year older. Yeah, and oh. I, I just I think I'm feeling a good week out of Hoffman. I really am. I, I think we could get a good week out of him. Like you look at like the approach skills, top twenty in the field, thirty first in ball striking. He's fifteenth in opportunities gained, so he's given himself a lot of birdie looks. He's 41st in this field in driving distance. He's not short. He's not short. So I, I think I think Hoffman is uh, for a top 20 at plus 550. I like it. Poof. Um, wow. I don't like. I don't. I don't like that. Um, I would rather go Cam Young. Cam Young. Carson Young at five to one. But uh, I'm going to give you a guy that I also haven't talked about. And I'm, you know what, Pat? This is going to be a battle of the olds. You call uh, me an ageist? I'm not. You an are ageist. an ageist. I'm not I mean, an ageist. It's a, it's a documented thing. I'm not an ageist. This is a battle of the olds between two old wily vets in the top twenty bomb category. Pat has chosen Charlie Hoffman mm. at plus five fifty. I see your Charlie Hoffman, and I raise you plus seven fifty. J Dub Jimmy Walker. Plus oh, wow. Okay. Listen, it I, is. I need a lot. I need some reasons. Here. It is Detroit Golf Club, baby. It is mm-hmm. bombs, putts, hit bombs, make putts, hit bombs, make putts. One plus one is two. That's Jimmy Walker. That's what J Dub does. Now you go. 
DB. He missed the cut his last two events. His last, or he missed the cut of the Travelers. Okay, one of his worst fairways gained things to do. I mean, like terrible fairways gained, like minus six fairways gained, minus three good drives gained. He sprayed it all over the place because that's what he does now. Okay, he's gotten older, but he's picked up a ton of speed. He always, he always had some speed. Driving distance gained. He, it was so suppressed. It was the same thing. It was, it was why I love Chez Reevy last week, because Chez is going to get leveled up, and all the bombers are going to kind of come down to his level, and that's what happened to Jimmy Walker. Don't worry about it. 40th at the Charles Schwab, that's colonial. Same thing. Same situation. Don't worry about it. PGA Championship, stacked field, hard-ass golf course, don't worry about it. Okay? 14th at the Wells Fargo, let me ask you a question. Do you hit a bunch of drivers and bomb it at Quail Hollow? Uh, yes. 15th in Mexico, do you hit a bunch of drivers at Mexico? Yes, you do. 13th at Torrey Pines earlier this year. Do you hit a bunch of bomb drives on Torrey Pines? Yes, you do. And you get an amazing putter. Very good putter. Over his whole career, he's been a good putter. Look at him. Jimmy Walker, plus 750. He's going to top 20 this place. Put it in the books. He's played here three times, T21 in 2019. He gained almost eight strokes putting that year. Sick. That's what we're relying on this year. Jimmy Walker over Charlie Hoffman. He's rested. You know, he, need, he does need his rest with Lyme disease. You do need your rest. So he's rested. He just had the two rounds at the Travelers, kicked his feet up. Done. Did not expect Jimmy Walker, J-Dub. Well, you made me pivot. I, I pivoted when you said Charlie Hoffman. I was going to go somewhere else, but you, we'll just go a battle of the olds. Okay. Battle of the olds in the top 20 range. Awesome. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. This has been The Betting Show. For the Rocket Mortgage Classic, we'll be back next week or whatever's next week. What's next week? Is it, um, is it the JDC next week? Is JDC next week? It has. It, I don't know no. what's next week. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know because I think there's one in between that and then we get. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Have a great week. Bend over your bookie. See you. Out.